Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Larry Nance, Spud Webb, Joey Devine, Kenny Skywalker, Harold Meyer, he was Baby Jordan. Sean Keane, Dean Brown, Glenn Robinson the third, the little little big dog. Patreons, Will Robinson, thank you, Will. Peter Dresslar, thank you, Peter. Drew Clady, thank you, Drew. Special guest, Katie Heindel. Musical guest Neil Young and Crazy Horse, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, America's number one co-host, America's uh, funniest home video, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Hey, Joey. I'm okay. What if I did that all in the Bob Saget animal funny voice? <laughs> oh, everything I said was just like this all the time. <laughs> Actually, he's probably, that other guy has probably hosted America's Funniest Home Videos for like six times. Alfonso Ribeiro? No, it's the doesn't the Dancing with the Stars guy host? No, it's Tom Alfonso. Bergeron? It's Alfonso Ribeiro now. He replaced Tom Bergeron, but yes, Tom Bergeron probably did. Error. It's like 
I was thinking about this yesterday. Wait, Alfonso Rivero replaced him on America's Home Videos or Dancing America's with the Stars? America's Home Videos. America's Funniest Home Videos. Because I think Alfonso Rivero also works on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Uh, but it's Did like... Did that other guy die? Tom Bergeron? I don't yeah. think so. He might okay, have gotten me too'd or something. I don't know. what. I don't know what happened to Tom Bergeron. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I... Okay, legally, I just want to make it very clear. Tom Bergeron, <laughs> I don't think, was me too'd. Um, anyway. Um... Uh, I think he just, I think he's just old. Sure. You know what Any, I mean? Uh, what I was going to say is I was singing I the other retired. day. I was saying, <laughs> Sean and I talk about this a lot, how funny it is that Tommy Stinson was in guns and roses longer than he was in the replacements um yeah yeah <laughs> uh the other funny thing that's similar to this is nothing is funnier to me than uh the fact that uh mtv's ridiculousness a uh-huh. uh tosh.0 knockoff has been on yeah. tv long 10 years longer than tosh.0 probably um <laughs> and uh- so go, yeah, go, I go. I feel I feel bad. I'm sorry, Tom Bergeron. 15 years as America's Funniest Film Videos host. Bob Saget got a great eight in there, and actually, Alfonso Ribeiro has now been hosting the show <laughs> for longer than Bob Saget. Yeah, <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> Joey, do you know who the other two hosts of uh, America's Film Videos? Well, there was a man Coulier and a woman hosted America's Funniest People. Um, well, we're not talking about that monstrosity, <laughs> Joey. Uh, I don't we're know. We're talking about videos. Did, did like Maria Menounos or somebody like that host it uh, with well, some other guy? <laughs> for two years, Daisy Fuentes was Yeah, the, that's basically proto Maria Menounos. But anyway, and, keep going. Uh, for two years, it was John Fuglesong oh. who did it. Uh, Good for John. Um, we, I mean... We stand, we stand any hope of uh, any host of the soup on this yeah. show. Um, all right, uh, Craig Bierko, you're you're great in our eyes. All right, um, Sean, uh. It's our Atlantic, or sorry, not our Atlantic Division preview, our Southeast Division preview today. We're gonna have Katie Heindel on to talk about the Miami Heat, but uh-huh. first. Fortunately or unfortunately, <laughs> we have to talk about the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Okay, uh, Sean, what's our first story? You know, this is kind of a hot, controversial international news story, but we're not afraid to take those on here at Rambo Rock. Shall nope. We? Uh, here's the story. There are bed bugs everywhere in France. Mm, everywhere. Don't talk about Gerard Depper do that way. <laughs> people are ditching their mattresses on the street, Joey, mm-hmm. and people in London are worried that bed bugs are going to come over to London through the channel. <laughs> okay, uh, wait. <laughs> Well, because they have they have carpeted there seats, other, so people are standing are other on the There are ways train. to get from London to France other than the channel. 
Um, yeah, but I mean, what's the? That's like a bed bug superhighway. <laughs> anyway, Joey, um, this is Rudy Gobert's fault, right? Yeah, absolutely. He was making fun of bed bugs and saying they were no big deal three days ago, and suddenly here we are. Um, our other news story, Sean. Do you remember being a kid and what it was like to learn that Santa Claus didn't exist? Um, I, I, yeah, yeah, I did. Also, I was, sorry, um, wait, Ari, also, if you're a child, I'm sorry. Why are yeah, you listening spoiler to this alert, podcast? Child, <laughs> please, um, please. Santa Claus does exist for you, just not for me and Sean. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Sean, um, well, I hate to tell you, but Adam Silver just pulled a Santa Claus didn't exist on us. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, load management does not exist. Uh, it does not work, Sean. Load management. Sitting games on back-to-backs mm-hmm. or non-back-to-backs uh-huh. does not stop you from getting injured. Um, yeah, according and- to... <laughs> uh data they said uh, now, yeah. now remember so did they um, hire malcolm gladwell to do this like uh the tobacco companies hired him <laughs> i mean he's gonna be he's gonna be like unless they're from nigeria these guys do mm-hmm. not need to rest and that includes canada uh south africa mm-hmm. and portions <laughs> of the american south um according to malcolm gladwell that's not my uh but but adam silver was saying at All-Star Weekend, he was still talking about how there was real medical data and scientific data that supported resting. But something must have happened, uh, definitely scientifically, in the last six months. It's not the fact that they're right, negotiating Joey? a new TV deal, is it? Yeah, and, they're, and that uh, it has nothing to do with Robert Iger talking about how ESPN was losing money or that regional sports networks were going bankrupt and leaving the NBA holding the bag. They're definitely not desperate to uh, make players, even if they're hurt, playing nationally televised games to the point where they will find the teams hundreds of thousands of dollars. No. No, this is medical science, for sure. And you know who they had to bring out to announce that? Oh, who? Mr. Science himself, Joe Dumars. Oh yeah, he's Joe Dumars, who knows that using two phones at once yeah. is twice as efficient as talking on mm-hmm. only one phone. I actually heard during the press conference he had he was holding two phones, and one was Adam Silver, and the other one was Doctor Fauci. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. Ooh, ooh, I don't like that. But the other consultant is Doctor Drew. Yeah, so. yeah. Doctor Drew Pinsky <laughs> says that uh, there. That, you gotta use a call yeah. you gotta use a dental dam when you're sitting out and usually you pull a hamstring it means mm-hmm. that you have trauma about your father um sean i'll tell you one thing um i don't see how there's uh any medical related evidence that says not playing in a game makes you less likely to be <laughs> injured because <laughs> it uh, seems like 98 percent of nba injuries happen when they're playing in a game <laughs> Yeah, the other portion is when Devin Booker is going on Instagram Live while riding a bicycle. It was Snapchat, Sean. Snapchat. I yeah. I apologize to Devin Booker. I'm very sorry. I apologize to Instagram and to Zuck. Mm-hmm. Keep building that metaverse, Zuck. Um, they have legs there now. Um, all right. Um, here's the, here's the quote from Joe Dumars, by the way. 
we've gotten more data and it just doesn't show that resting sitting guys out correlates with lack of injuries or fatigue or anything like that. What it does show is maybe guys aren't as efficient on the second night of a back-to-back. I mean, where do you think that more data came from between now and February? Uh, the cloud. It was in the cloud. <laughs> um. All right. That's our news. Sean, we already recorded 45 minutes with our guests, so let's try yeah. and blow through this Southeast Division preview. <laughs> Just like the rest of the NBA will all season long. Unlike last week where our episode was two hours and ten minutes long. Um, All right. That's longer than the Marvels. Uh, I should say very quickly some business. Uh, Round Rock Pod on Twitter at Round Rock. I mean, uh, roundrockpod at gmail.com is our email address. Call us in the phone in the description in the episode. Buy our t-shirts in the description of the episode. Buy our album, which is in the description of the episode. And, um, uh, yeah, uh, patreon.com slash roundrockpod is where you can hear sporadic bonus episodes and join our Discord, which that will also come up again later. We've got a new Discord channel. And, um, uh, I recorded a Patreon with our friend John Wilmes. Sean, did you, uh, record a Patreon this week? Uh, you know, we're going to have one up, I think later today, it's a long round book rock with Corbin Smith, mm-hmm. where we're talking about Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Um, that should be up, uh, oh, that, that should be up already by the time you hear this episode. Okay, great. Um, then I'm not going to put the Wilms up one up today. I'll put that one up on Monday. Um, all right, <laughs> Sean, <laughs> uh, you are doing a thing where you're picking for every team in every division, which outstanding comedy series Emmy winner are they? We're going to start with the Miami Heat. Last year, they went 44 and 38, good for seventh in the East, lost the first play-in game, then beat Chicago, Milwaukee, New York, and Boston, but lost the finals to Denver 4-1. They were 25th in offense, ninth in defense. Uh, they kicked to the curb. Udonis Haslam. They old yellered his ass. Get out of here. Victor Oladipo. Max Struess. Gabe Vincent. Omer Yurt 7. And the man uh, who's taken up Kai, uh, Kirk Heinrich's uh, mantle as the most accessoried white man in the NBA, Cody Zeller. Okay. Wow. Uh, but they're bringing in. Jamari Booyah, Thomas Bryant, Justin Champagny, Jaime Yaquez Jr., Josh Richardson, (laughs) Drew Smith, Cole Swider, Alondis Williams, and Damian Lillard. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, we? sorry, okay. we wrote this we wrote this three months ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're I, not. I mean the, the Miami Herald assured us that this I'm going to have some words with Barry Jackson. Yikes. (laughs) Um, Sean, which outstanding comedy series Emmy winner is the Miami Heat? Yeah, uh, they're Frasier. They're always they're they're always uh, pretty good. Sometimes it seems like they're primarily for old people. Mm -hmm. And it was created by David Angel, who died in (laughs) 9-11, something that Jimmy Butler's friend Mark Wahlberg would have prevented Mm -hmm. had he been on one of those planes. 
they also had a lot of fat shaming. Uh, there was a season where the actors who played Daphne, the, the talented Jane Leaves, uh, was pregnant. Uh, they made jokes about how big she was getting and then sent the character off to a fat farm because she was pregnant in real life. Um, and also, Pat Riley is somewhat of a Frasier type. He is a pompous know-it-all. His plans often blow up in his face. He's definitely a guy who used to drink beer in dive bars, but now pretends he's into sherry and opera and expensive hair gel. Uh, Udonis Haslam is definitely the Martin Crane, a crotchety old guy who loves dogs. Mm -hmm. And Cafe Nervosa, the place they hang out, is basically Big Face Coffee. Because I have never seen Frasier or Niles pay with anything but cash mm -hmm. at that place. <laughs> also, there's usually at least one player walking around using a cane. Mm -hmm. um, great. I love it. Um, let's talk to our friend uh, Katie Heindel about her beloved... Miami Heat. All right, we're here with Katie Heindel. Uh, you might know her from the Basketball Feelings newsletter. You might know her from Dime. You might know her from the one issue of Canadian Slam magazine ever uh, released. You might know her from uh, New York Times. Is that right, Katie? Or was it the New Yorker? New York Times Magazine. New York Times Magazine. That's better than the. It's the actually New York classier. Times. Yeah. I mean, the checks. The checks come from the same place. Yeah. <laughs> um, George Soros. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might know her from the defunct podcast, uh, basketball. Um. You might know her from the defunct website, Vice Sports. <laughs> Oh, oh guys. Uh, uh, Emmy award winning Vice Sports. Yeah. Um, oh, Vice. It's but we're movie. here to talk about to Katie Heindel, America's greatest uh, feelings and vacation expert, even though I should say North America's greatest feelings and vacations expert. Um, she wants to talk about the Miami Heat. Katie, my first question about the Miami Heat is you're an expert on feelings. Is the prevailing feeling around the uh, Miami Heat going into this season disappointment? No. For me or for them? For them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I read that shout out Rohan Nadkarni, which wrote a great uh, profile on Jimmy Butler for SI. I just read it. Jimmy's not upset. And I feel like he's the leader of that team and feelings and also just what he says goes oh i also forgot i mean i won't say who this was for mm -hmm. but i talked to bam a lot recently and oh, he's yeah. feeling good and again i feel like it, those are like the two barometers if i'm on that team and those guys like are fine they're good they were making fun of jimmy at media day Bam couldn't keep a straight face, mm -hmm. didn't understand what's going on. Tyler Hero never really knows what's going on, but I feel like that's, you know, part and parcel with the team. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the roster now. Seems fine. Kevin Love's probably just like the grumpiest person on this team. Yeah, putting him in Miami is pretty fun. It feels like it's like putting Andy Rooney on a morning show, <laughs> you know, where everyone's like, wow, great. We're just going to talk to this Dancing with the Stars contestant. He's like, fine i'm wearing so much sunscreen god 
I think like the biggest to me, like the what doesn't match up with the how the Heat are going into the season, and this actually honestly surprised me or it makes me feel completely naive because I didn't realize how much NBA fans hate the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, I don't, and I don't really get, I don't get it. Well, it's, it's so. I mean, okay, the the whole Lillard situation was just sort of like em- embarrassing on both sides. But I think the the I think what sort of made it different is, and I'm not I'm not criticizing the show or anything, but uh, the Levitard factor that there's like basically a daily long sports show that comes out of Miami, which is sort of like an aberration. Just it's just there's a charismatic guy who lives there and does a show there. So I think people heard about it like a really unusual amount and literally nothing was happening. And uh, I think that was probably the point. It's like that media aspect and then two pretty online fan bases, would, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say, Joey? Yeah, I, would, I so, would describe them as being online. Yeah, very online. Extremely online. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joey, I, I'm going to I'm going to let me let me just ask sure. one thing real quick. Sorry. Uh this is so okay the the disappointment is that the heat didn't get dame lillard Mm -hmm. also they lost gabe vincent and max Struess in free agency i will say that one thing that the heat have been criticized for for the last five years or so is that they constantly find these undrafted guys they get into heat culture they become starters and then miami pays too much uh to keep them when the theory is that they can just make their own Gabe Vincent at home. Uh, it seems like the Heat actually did that this summer. Is that like a change of pace or is it just that they were gunning that for they Miller let that those guys leave? Well, they thought they were getting Damian Lillard. I think they would have just paid those guys if they weren't adding $50 million to their payroll. Right. But without that, Lillard factor isn't this what people have been saying that the Heat should have been doing? It's for true, years? it is. Um, yeah. I mean, the question is: is which which of these guys, Sean, mm-hmm. are going to be this year's Gabe Vincent and this year's uh, um, Max Struess? Right. Yeah. Um. Haywood Highsmith, maybe he wasn't. Well, that's drafted. what we said last I gotta find, year. I gotta we find picked out him last not. year uh, as the guy, and he was not the breakout guy. <laughs> um, let me look at this roster. I'm not sure who's. I'm not sure who's undrafted or not. Ooh. Um, I'll tell you right now. There's a guy that I'm looking at just based on name alone. That sounds like an annoying Heat man that comes out of nowhere. Two of them, in fact. Oh, I, w- I want to know then. Yeah, there's a man named Jamal Kane. That was the name that jumped out to me. Yeah. I don't know anything about him, but. And there's also a man named Alondis Williams. Oh, <laughs> but... uh, that's I'm going to look at Alondis Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, OK. Alondis Williams and I have the same birthday, so I'm picking Alondis Williams. Well, happy birthday, <laughs> Sean Keaton. Yes, and me, Williams. Jordan Poole. Garfield the Cat, Turk and Whiskey, and Alondis <laughs> Williams. Um, Katie, why does Jimmy Butler treat Media Day like Halloween? Um, I don't know. I I actually kind of wish 
Rohan asked him about that, but I guess he wrote the story before that happened. Uh, last year, you and I got into an argument about this. Last year, I felt like it wasn't such a gag, but I guess it he, it was a gag. Mm-hmm. Or he did this year, and then it was like a convenient way of saying like this hairstyle I got and I thought was fine that really backfired was mm-hmm. a gag. I get the smart way of being like, this has always been my costume mm-hmm. parade. This is my Halloween <laughs> it's two his years black, in it's running. It's his black parade. Yeah, um, like yeah. it's like when actually last year he just everybody had really made fun of him for that hair. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, this year, first I was like, oh, did he lose a bet? But then I thought maybe it's actually funnier if he just did this, but um, I mean, he has like a very far ranging musical repertoire. Apparently he's writing a country music, well, writing a country we have, music album. We have some questions about that later. Don't okay. worry. We'll get to Jimmy's uh, country music album. Yeah. Um, I liked, I don't know. I didn't his, I was like, is it just his daughter? I'm like, no, she's too young to be into like, even like pop emo music. I was mostly trying to figure out where that came from. You know, oh, I mean, I think it's I think it's uh, is it Fallout Boy? No, it's or am I thinking of Fallout Boy or Panic at the Disco, Joey? What do you mean? Like, who like is the Jimmy, look? Who does Jimmy look more <laughs> like there? Because that's that's the that's where Jimmy's Jimmy's music scent taste, I think, is very like. Centered around like post 9-11 music, I would say. Uh, is that I think that's fair. Because it's like Nickelback, a lot of the sort of like pop country he likes is kind of that era. But just like, why was he even thinking about this look? You know what I mean? That's what well, I like stuck on. Like, what so, did he? What did he see? So I'm not sure. Um, I'm thinking of Panic at the Disco. Okay. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, so it, I think it comes down to what you believe happened last year. Because I think, I don't know if this was intentional, but regardless, I don't think Jimmy had the extensions with the thought that it was also basically school picture day and like license photo See, day. See, but he sold it this year like he did. Well, this, no, 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 I, no. Mean, I, feel yeah. like he's he definitely, I, I think it. he's definitely doing that this year. Yeah. Sure. But I don't know if it was an accident or not last year that he... I don't know that he realized that on NBA.com he would have crazy hair extensions that he never had the entire <laughs> right, season. Right, but when they I asked... Did... Go, go ahead. But I think that definitely informed his choice yes. this year. I, but yeah. he rewrote history this year <laughs> by claiming this is just what I do every year now. Like, and cl- well, he I said think... he was emo. Yes, but he was like, they were like, why are you, why are you, and he's like, this is just what I do, it's like, like, uh, uh, media days like Halloween for me, that's literally what he said, like Mm -hmm. the dreads were on purpose, he was was retconning his bad hair mistake. That's I, cool. I think I, I think that's it was... a cool way to rewrite your own history and I... just like take control of your embarrassments. I might start doing that more. I I think last year was also uh, not intended to be his real hairstyle. That would be my I same. This is yeah. the fight Katie and I got. Oh in. oh 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 okay. Uh, but it's like when this was going on, Katie was like, "No, he had that hair for a couple days." Yeah, I thought he, <laughs> no, he kept had it. it. He like, had he... it like the whole preseason. Yeah. I think he, I think he only. <laughs> yeah, before the opener he did but I, right but, but i think i think it was also oriented i don't know if he was 
going like full Halloween, but it was like his way of not talking about the playoff loss or anything else mm-hmm. that his re- his reaction is so over the top that it makes the media not ask like, oh, are you devastated? I guess you're wearing a wig, so maybe not. Uh, <laughs> that's a you, so you have a fake eyebrow ring right yeah now. that's a smart I, approach but if i thought i don't think jimmy cares that much about like how they lost they made it to the finals like yeah it was an incredible like, and yeah. i like broke down all these other teams in the process oh yeah i think this year like, it's more like the lillard questions not so much the team's performance like true a, true yeah, yeah. well because my def- question deflecting is going to be what costume does he wear next year? I think he should just wear like a straight up Halloween costume. I think he should come in like a, dressed as like a mummy. Like the Joker? Like he no, 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 no. Joker? Because no, no, no. that's the NBA Halloween costume. Actually, you know what? I have a feeling in my gut this might be the year we see it cycled out. But then when does the new Joker come out? Great question. Oh, is there gonna be? Oh, that oh, guy, yeah. that, uh, the that, Lady Gaga, that Barry, Barry <laughs> yeah. Keegan, is that Lady Gaga Joker? Yeah, I when does Joker Lady two Gaga. come out? Oh no, you know oh, we're gonna, jo- see, <laughs> we're gonna see so many couples <laughs> costumes of Joker oh. and Lady Joker NBA <laughs> players. <laughs> Sucks. Uh, by the way, John Wilms, who was on our Patreon this week talking about uh. Apple TV's The Morning Show pointed something out to me, Sean and Katie, that you might like. Uh, They have a new guy. I can't remember who it is. There's a new guy on their team who also has a tattoo of Heath Ledger's Joker on his calf. So they're officially the first NBA team because they have DeMar DeRozan Mm -hmm. with two players with Heath Heath Ledger Joker tattoos. Oh, my God. I wonder who feels like they got the inferior tattoo. I'm sure it's the guy who's not famous. Um, can I know. He might have the nicer tattoo. <laughs> can we... Um, I know this is not about the Miami Heat exactly, but mm-hmm. they did play this team. We haven't talked about this yet. Can we discuss Jason Tatum's new tattoo? Sure. Which Which is his? uh he has he has a uh hold on let me just it it's filled in he has a letter hold on it's uh so he got life tattooed on his leg and that's Mm -hmm. his favorite movie is life with uh eddie murphy eddie murphy and each letter is filled in with his favorite movie characters and those movie characters are uh sydney dean from White Man Can't Jump, Wesley mm-hmm. Snipes' character. Um, Dash, the the child, the fast child from The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel Washington as John Q in the movie John Q. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith as Hitch, but it's also a tattoo of Hitch. Uh, having, having an allergic, an allergic reaction. reaction. Yeah. So his face is all swollen. And it is horizontal script with vertical mm-hmm. portraits. Mm-hmm. I look, the hitch thing is weird. That's what everyone latched on to is that he uh-huh. got a tattoo of uh, Will Smith with prosthetic face explosion on. But I don't John remember Q, what he's allergic to in Hitch. John but, uh... Q being one of your four favorite <laughs> movies is unhinged. 
Uh, Katie, have you seen John Q? No. Do you know oh, what John Q cartoon. is? I also haven't seen John Q, and I <laughs> thought I knew what it was about, and then I kind of knew what it was about, but I think I got it confused with a similar John Travolta film mm-hmm. that's called, that's like, Mad City, I think. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, he, uh, he holds... He holds hostages at a hospital uh, because, because his, his health son insurance. Needs, yeah, yeah, because his transplant. son needs a heart transplant, and he needs. Uh, uh, so he holds a hospital hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see that. I see someone being driven to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but could you see someone being driven to have that be one of their four favorite movies? I would ask. Maybe. It makes me want to ask Jason Tatum what he thinks about the American healthcare system. That is a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe he feels quite strongly about about it. And I, I think mean, he's may- he's inviting that line of question. No. I also wonder if uh, maybe the Will Smith tattoo is based on his time with Kyrie Irving, where he was warning him about the uh, possible effects of the COVID nineteen vaccine. <laughs> We don't know. It might make your eyes swell up like Will Smith and Hitch. Maybe he's just scared of having a bad allergic reaction. Yeah. So yeah, dude, Jimmy Butler's going to come to a Heat Celtics playoff game this year dressed in a beekeeper suit. Be like Halloween. <laughs> that would be to go back to Joey's question. That would be a good. That would be a good costume for his photo next year too, because he could I... have he could wear like the beekeeper's mask and have that smoke gun. <laughs> I think he should start going as other NBA players to media day. <laughs> like Russell Westbrook in the photographer costume. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. Yeah. yeah Bo- he's he's Boban in John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I have another question that's not exactly related to the heat, but sure, because it's ahead, the next Sean. team. Sean, I tried to bring it back so tidily. Sorry. You well, know, we're, like... we're talking about <laughs> Halloween. Um, Quinn Snyder's now coaching. He had one Halloween mm-hmm. with his daughter. If he were allowed to trick-or-treat, Halloween's off the agenda now. What do you think Quinn Snyder's Halloween costume should be this year? Has he ever been Edward Scissorhands? I mean, I, I think he's I don't know if never he's ever anything. dressed up as a hot. That was he why he quit the job. Good. He said He'd he did be it really last good. Year. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, just I will say, based on the five seconds we made locked eye contact <laughs> in Las Vegas. Uh, thinking about it now, again. Anyway, um, I, I lost think... my train of thought thinking about it. <laughs> I think Quinn Snyder should go as. Uh, hitch having an allergic reaction <laughs> because apparently that is the content nba players crave uh i think i think he should go as uh megan the doll from megan <laughs> that would be pretty good um, he does the dance yeah uh the other thing that i think would be very funny is if he went as um henry sugar uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character in the Netflix adaptation of the Roald Dahl movie. Wow, so that's, a deep, that's a deep one. That is the deep cut. Um, Sean, <laughs> so last week we invented a game about what weird assistant coaches do they does each team Ooh. have. Uh, the Heat have a great one. I bet this guy is such a good coach. Are you ready for to meet Coach Karan Butler? Wow. 
what a heat what a what a perfect heat man uh like his his whole his whole deal was essentially heat culture before heat culture mm-hmm. um, he brought he, heat culture other places that had never seen yeah. heat culture before <laughs> he's basically the johnny appleseed of heat culture <laughs> uh do you does he do you think he still chews straws as a coach maybe I think he might have quit actually i want to know if uh <laughs> he definitely was recording he definitely had his own podcast in a that recorded lots of podcasts in uh it was the company that made gilbert arenas's podcast i don't know if they i don't know if gilbert is still with those people but like blue wire all these people recorded at a big giant mansion in los angeles oh that i don't know what that is anyway tough um, juice the podcast yeah <laughs> So excited to see Coach Tough Juice and what he can get out of um, Duncan Robinson or Orlando Orlando Robinson um, or the strangest looking man ever named Drew Peterson. What an unfortunate name. Um, Wait, are you going to talk about the other coach? What? What other coach? Wayne Ellington. Wayne oh, he's Ellington. not on the list. Well, Wayne Ellington, a... great, also a great heat culture man. <laughs> Wayne Watch. I had to dust off Wayne Watch to make that update. I've been <sighs> Wayne Watch has been going since man. 2016. I love Wayne Ellington. I desperately wanted the Toronto Raptors to sign that man. What a beautiful person! I can't believe he's a coach. I'm so excited and to uh, talk you, to him and just yeah. see him again. Yeah. Uh, you should listen to Rob Mahoney's episode of Breakaway about Wayne Ellington. It's really good. It'll make you fall in love. With I already have. I don't need to listen to that. No, you're right. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> good point. Good point. In your face, Rob. Um, let's talk about Bam Adebayo because Katie's talked to him and he doesn't yeah. like talking to anybody. But Katie, <laughs> um. Are we at the point now where, like, Bam Adebayo, is he, like, the new Al Horford, where it's like he's really good on this team that is, he's probably the best player on this team that's, like, really, really good, but also no one ever talks about him or seems to um, mention him at all for anything? (laughs) Um, I hope not. I saw that Spo got really mad at people. I, what it was like coaches voted on something i don't even know what that was for oh it's a gm it's from the gm survey i think why he wasn't where does listed. that go it, john schumann does it every year what's it for for fun nba.com for fun yeah, yeah. well okay he wasn't listed no one voted for him as center but then in my mind i was like is it because no one thinks of him like that because he's so good but i i think that was just me giving everyone a benefit of the doubt but spell got yeah. really mad and was that's, like that's more people <laughs> <laughs> gotta recognize this guy and i'm with spo i don't i don't really know why is it because the heat haven't won a title yet and i really hate that logic you know but i do think that's to some people what what makes like an an incredible i don't know that's what like caps an incredible player i think and, it's like, because he doesn't do the flashy things on the basketball court well, well like, there's that too or off i will say as well the uh the best center one though that was because Jokic got 93 percent of the votes no one did was that but he did the survey did have bam as the number three most versatile 
defender in the NBA, but weirdly he was not okay. listed in who's one? Uh Nikola Jokic. Oh, oh, first no, most versatile Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then best interior defender, he was not listed, and he was not listed as best defensive player either, which is I think a little questionable if Marcus Smart is fourth and mm-hmm. Lugans Dort got a vote and he didn't it's just weird he didn't get an interior defender vote either because he's like Evan Mobley getting that a vote poll and, uh, is upsetting every year Katie because that's true every year like three GMs are like huge assholes and call Steph Curry the best shooting guard which is something he hates <laughs> and has tried to push oh, yeah. against his entire career <laughs> well it's 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 almost gotten worse this year because he got um well he got three votes but he's yeah. second in the shooting guard rankings. He did. Yeah, he is listed first, the number one in point, point guard, guard and rankings, second but... in shooting guard. <laughs> I mean, I don't want him to be nothing against Al Horford, but I don't think of them in the same. I mean, I don't really think of Al Horford. <laughs> Unless I'm thinking of the handsomest guys in basketball. Sure, but I but, don't think yeah. of them in the same realm whatsoever. Yeah, it's weird because Al Horford has made more All Star teams, but it does seem like bam is the better version of mm-hmm. that i don't know are is is it just like everyone's so spoiled like i just don't know how you could watch bam in any game where he's just like doing anything maybe he's not having a particularly like flashy shooting night but just like watching him you're like holy shit like this guy actually can do everything and he does it so well and like he'll just run people down like he just like i know everyone <laughs> talks about like that tatum block from the the playoffs but like who did who was it there was just like a middle of the season game last year i think they were playing the pacers and he just like chased someone down from like past half court mm-hmm. <laughs> you know just he always does shit like that he's like well i gotta get nobody else gonna get this person i'll go chase after him well i yeah. actually wonder if and this is no knock on jimmy obviously but jimmy takes up so much oxygen just generally in like uh discussion of the team whatever team he's on or like uh shine quotes like i or even like just hitting giant shots like i wonder if mm-hmm. it's like a weird thing where it's like jimmy is too shiny for people to look at, to look at bam <laughs> um, maybe but like jimmy's existed on teams with other stars before well yeah but everyone always just talked about jimmy yeah no i'm trying to think on that sixers team <laughs> he yeah was i guess on, they he didn't really talk like about three months but i know yeah. but i think then no one really talked about Embiid in that time yeah <laughs> like, and then but think about what how the think about the uh the t wolves it was like they had Carl Anthony Towns, who was like supposed to be like the new Anthony Davis. That was like Davis the or whatever. teenager teen. Yeah. Was. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I will say, uh, I definitely didn't realize that Bam Adebayo scored 20 points a game last year. Did you know yeah, that? Really? No, I thought it was 15. I knew that. No. <laughs> He's I, really good. Well, you know what I think the other thing is, Katie, is that his, his defense is really good, but uh, the way that he played, uh, they put a lot of pressure on the ball and make it very difficult to shoot, but Bam doesn't really block that many shots mm-hmm. relative mm-hmm. to... And so if you're just looking at those numbers, you're like, well, he's not really doing that much. And then you look at the 
his, you know, advanced defensive numbers. And you're like, oh, no one makes a shot when he's standing within two feet of them. Yeah. Like, I wish there was a chase down a... block stat. Why don't we have that yet? Come Great on, point. Synergy Sports. Seth Partno, get on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm lecturing Seth Partno. I don't know what um, I'm doing here. Well, uh, speaking of Seth Partno and guys, uh, a guy people like Seth Partno really, really hate. Let's talk about Tyler Hero. Um, is it weird that I came out of this offseason feeling bad for Tyler Hero? No, I kind of do too. Yeah. Like, the way people talked about him is like, oh, he sucks. Get him out of here. Oh, he's so terrible. He gets paid so much money. And it's like, he's not that good but also he was like the second best offensive player in the eastern conference finals two years ago um well, he, on he, the didn't heat he scored like 35 points in yes. the nba finals yeah. as a 20 year old <laughs> something like that and it's just weird it's like it feels like the heat's brand of uh the raptors are somewhat like this too katie they're Katie doesn't want to talk about the Raptors. Well, well okay. Specifically said so. I'm just going to quote. I think our friend, I think our friend Sean Woodley said that they were the two most annoying teams in basketball to play in the mm-hmm. last two years, just because they're, they're so, so many deflections and like hustling really hard. And, um, but some of that, I think maybe deflates the players offensive num- individual numbers a little bit. And Tyler Hero also is the guy when uh, Eric Spolster has, you know, Bam Adebayo, three undrafted uh, hustle defender dudes. Tyler Hero does have to take a lot of the uh, kind of bailout shots mm-hmm. too. Uh, I won't. I won't mention that team again though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we don't talk about that team here. Uh, I felt sad for him. He was wearing a lot less bucket hats than usual at the end of the summer, so I felt like he was actually pretty depressed. I mean, for a man like that, I think going to Portland is like, he'd just be looking at all these people and how they dress and everything and just be like, amateurs. Can you imagine how pale, because how pale he is living in Miami. Yeah. He'd be like one of the Twilight vampires living in Portland. <laughs> Portland, Portland. I understand why they didn't want him in the trade. They got plenty of guards, but they did not understand what a legend he would have been on that team. Mm-hmm. I they missed a little. Yeah, bit, think about how much that team loved Rudy Fernandez. The fan base loved Rudy Fernandez and Steve Blake. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like their first cool white guy ever. Is that mm-hmm. a stretch? Can we talk about the Heat's draft pick? Who yes. I'm obsessed with? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a question. Also, so tight, dude. So this so question handsome. I wrote was movie <laughs> star. Yeah. My question was just Joey: Is Jaime Hawkins Jr. going to rock? Yeah, he's gonna rule. I wanted the Warriors to draft him so bad. Yeah. Um, he. <laughs> He rocks. He's so cool. Yeah, he looks like he looks like uh like uh like uh Errol Flynn if he had a uh, black <laughs> yeah, hair. He, no, he looks like um, he would fight Zorro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I wonder what happened to him though because have you seen photos of him from his like first year or I guess maybe like last year of high school and first year of college? Yeah. And like he was so like 
like um almost like military look mm-hmm. to like his hair right and like clean shaven and now he's just like free yeah what loose. happened is he what happened what's supposed to happen is he went to college and he found himself true true i mean yeah. that that is the difference between uh living in orange county california and living mm-hmm. in westwood yeah <laughs> well i hope he keeps it up i hope he doesn't get trolled too hard by his new teammates well i'm sure jimmy will be uh saying mean things about him in no time um (laughs) i know you let's talk about a former toronto resident yeah uh kyle lowry Mm -hmm. katie you love kyle lowry Um, i do but he it seems like he's had kind of a hard time in miami um what are the chances he turns that around this year you think I think pretty good. I mean, I think he had a lot of personal stuff going on since he left Toronto, honestly. And uh, I think people really don't understand how much that could impact your life. Uh, I also think, you know, he actually, I thought he played really well in the playoffs. And that was like my nice, like sticking it to everyone. I don't know who everyone is (laughs) at this moment. But like I felt so proud of him because I was like, right, this is playoff Kyle Lowry. Like this is the pest who's gonna throw the team on his back. Uh, um, and just I like, thought playoff Kyle Lowry was a guy that shots that shoots two for eighteen, and then uh, well, he does that uh, too. Like, and then he also he uh, also goes the to two. the gym at midnight and makes sure people are filming him practice. Shooting. Look, he didn't do that anymore in Toronto. He stopped. Yeah. He knocked that off. He knocked that off. He didn't need to. Um, what he does is he he unlocks the gym and then he just practices drawing charges. <laughs> I don't know why he had such a hard time. Maybe just like the team around him. They seem like they had. I don't know. No, I'm not going to talk about the Heat's bad vibes because I'm talking about only the Heat's good vibes. Oh, we're not going to talk about the bad vibes? No, (laughs) but there was something going on when they got like Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra nearly got in a fist fight Mm -hmm, on the court. That that was Kyle Lowry's first season. Um, Yeah, there was like something didn't quite feel right well there was was like some tensions. I I think that um, it's very possible that they had an old man just hanging around causing tension a lot uh, for the last few seasons. Just um, dripping hair gel or yeah. saying you're Donis Haslam? Which I'm saying man? you're Donis Haslam. Oh, okay. oh, is maybe... With the heat, you really have to be like, <laughs> which, which older man? Which mean old man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious how much Kyle will play this season. Um, I'm glad he's still there. Like, I guess that's like really personal, but I just... I know how much Heat fans were like seemingly dying to see him packed up in a trade and yeah, they wanted somewhere else starting mid season last year. Yeah. Though there was one trade where it was like, it had him in Philly and I was like, eh, that would be a nice, that would be fine for Kyle. Like his like, whole family uh, lives James there. Harden. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> like who, who is it? Who's on the Sixers? <laughs> I will say this. He's not that much older than Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you when you get when you get the best of Kyle, like you got to take you got to take the two for 18 nights. Right. Mm -hmm. You get and then you get the other great shit. You get charged after drawn charge. You get this guy diamond for loose balls when he doesn't really need to. But nobody else is going to. He's very good friends with Jimmy Butler, man who notoriously doesn't have a lot of NBA close friends. He's godfather to Jimmy's daughter. 
Um, Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, they're close. They're good friends. Kyle's a good dude. I'll always support Kyle Lowry. I will defend the hell out of him. Um, I just think he's a person and an athlete who needs to understand where he fits in any given situation. And probably coming from Toronto, where he knew quite well where that was after such a really long time, basically his whole like best part of his career um, to go to Miami where they're like, hey, you may play like five to 10 minutes off the bench a night. It's probably got to be a little bit tough. Plus all the other shit going on in your life, you know? Yeah. Hey, Joey, true yes. or false? Long term, the Miami Heat are better off not having traded for Damian Lillard. I think true. I think uh, so, too. Uh, I think they can just sign a guy as good as Damian Lillard once a bunch of these contracts start going away. Um, uh, I think like, Dame would have enjoyed living there more, but yeah. I don't think the team would have actually but been that like, much different. Couldn't you see Luka Doncic signing with the Miami Heat once uh, he dis- he decides he needs to get away yeah yeah february yeah Yeah. whenever he's he's already i'd like to see it i'd like to see him and jimmy like making really weird faces at each other Mm -hmm. mid-game jimmy just i could see jimmy doing a lot of just like um pantomiming when luca does the like Mm -hmm. throws his hands up (laughs) like snotty kind of like like me i could see jimmy just doing that for fun like on the other side of the florida i would like Mm -hmm. to see that I could also uh, maybe see, you know, there are a couple guys who feel younger guys who feel real heady to me um, <laughs> who might be available here soon uh, for various reasons. Um, so who's uh, are they dedicating the season to Jimmy Buffett? Do you know? Yeah, Katie, are they? <laughs> um. Your father's, a, your father's a DJ. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he also became weirdly such a Jimmy Buffett fan at one point in his life for no reason and didn't no, can't explain it. But just like a purpose of nothing, my dad was like heavy into Jimmy Buffett. Your dad likes to get the party started. He would play the music on his boat. So I guess like it makes oh, well, sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think they actually issue a bu- the best of Jimmy Buffett. Like it's just standard in it's next to the like the log book. And the his, maybe his was definitely a burn cd sean um <laughs> but, who are the heats like patch sponsor because it would be sick if it became margaritaville oh my god it well, i don't think I margaritaville think has that kind of before. Before. yeah they, but like oh, i feel like the heat at this point are a revolving door of like who can just like cobble together enough change well no ftx was now ftx owned the arena rights i don't think did they also have the jersey patch uh i mean carnival cruise lines is the new one for this year but i don't know if that was the case that feels like the in for margaritaville they must have a rest like they must have there must be margaritaville on some carnival cruise ship in their fleet so I feel like maybe they could make a mini patch. Yeah, it's the right vibe. underneath the patch, or just that parrot, you know, on the Margaritaville logo. <laughs> make it happen. So currently, I don't even know what. Or instead of Vice Nights, they could do Margaritaville Nights yeah. jersey. Um, so <laughs> they should do a Margarita Nights Ville Nights jersey for sure. It should look like a Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Um. 
They would also all love that. Probably only Kevin Love would hate it. Uh, I think Kevin Love would like it. He leaves. But it might bring back like oh, some, true. some, some family trauma. subconscious yeah, yeah. like childhood trauma. <laughs> you tell Al Jardine he's not welcome back here. Uh, I mean, we mentioned Mike Love, so I guess I got to play this. I know Mick Jagger won't be here tonight. He's going to have to stay in England. But I'd like to see us in the Coliseum and him Limley Stadium because he's always been chicken shit to get on stage with the Beach Boy. Yeah. Uh, that's heat culture right there. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. Uh, Sean, I have a question for you. Yeah. Should Eric Spolster be coaching Team USA? I mean, probably, but I bet it's way more fun to be the assistant coach on Team USA. Uh, I say, like, that <laughs> seems like the gig to have. Um, Not under Steve like, Kerr, who seems like such a drag. Um, Yes, but I think Steve Kerr is good on a road trip because he has, like, Popovich's restaurant list and wine stuff. And so I think... You don't need that in Paris. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But I, do, I don't know. I, do I think... bet Popovich knows some spots in Paris. That's what. That's the only. That's <laughs> that's the advantage of the the international aspect of it. I think is good, but maybe you don't need that in Paris. I don't know. Uh, if you have Jimmy on, if Jimmy's on that team, that's all you need. That man is like tight with pretty much every French vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and like prob- and probably like every better. cafe too. Yeah, just every little Parisian cafe. How come no one is talking about Jimmy Butler playing in the Olympics? Is that because his summers are dedicated to pleasure so much that Maybe. no one's like, oh, we couldn't even, we wouldn't well, want to disrupt the ecosystem. Sean, the, you the brought it up. Last time we were here, we told Katie she had to pick a summer vacation MVP, oh. and she did not do it and said she'd do it next time. It's true. Katie. Oh, I did pick this? one. No, who you did it? not. You did not, not pick you. one. <laughs> not for you. I picked one in the, I picked one for the column. Oh. But I can't remember who I picked. <laughs> one All second. Right. You know, you guys start to, I'll find it. Katie, no, Katie's don't worry looking about for it. it. Sean, no, I need talk. to find it. Yeah, this is <laughs> Katie's right. job. Uh, I, uh, so okay, so I'll say that uh, we. I think the main thing we have to talk about is that in in this wonderful article on uh, Sports Illustrated, let's give another shout out to Rahan, not Carney. Mm-hmm. Am I saying? I'm no, uh, Ned Kearney. Ned, Ned Kearney, Kearney. Sorry, Ned Kearney. Yeah. Um, very very delightful article. Jimmy Butler claims he has recorded 40 songs for a country album. Mm-hmm. Joey and Katie, do we think he has let Canada's favorite son, Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger, listen Ugh. to any of them yet? They're not friends. You don't think they're friends? No. Jimmy Jimmy's loves Nickelback. I don't know that he does. He does. I mean, he's listened to some of their songs, like, and he'll share, he'll share them in his stories, but nobody's that guy you don't understand like how much of a drip that guy is yeah (laughs) jimmy like he's not a good hang you know and i feel like jimmy hangs out with some you know some people i'm like doesn't seem like a great person but might be a good hang i guess nickelback's like one of his favorite bands 
Where are you getting this information? I Nick don't think Friedel that's true. Nick Friedel literally wrote an entire article <laughs> called Why Nickelback Means So oh. Much to Jimmy Butler. <laughs> how, what's the, how long ago was that? Last, Last season. season. Like, like around February or something. Yeah. My take They've was probably was... met, but like Chad Kroger's like, I don't watch basketball. I don't care. Well, my, my question is, do you think Jimmy hangs with Chad Kroger's ex-wife ever? Avril Levine. Avril? I don't know. She's Levine. dead. Levine. Levine. It's know. Levine. <laughs> She's dead. If you believe that. What? What word am I trying to think of? Wait, is she dead? <laughs> no, oh, no, there's like there a, no. a replacement conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's it's similar to the Andrew WK <laughs> Steve Mike controversy. Uh, you, um, I know the MVP. Okay, who is it? <laughs> It was Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. Um, because I will say we're not talking about that team. However, they <laughs> awarded it to Pascal Siakam because he just basically spent the entire summer on vacation when his name was being brought up again and again in basically every trade scenario that that team made. Uh, he just went on another vacation every time it happened. That's cool. I respect it. It's tight. Yeah. I also love that. Like he, yeah, he, he really has not said anything. I don't think he even said anything last season at all. Well, he did. He did uh, stop himself from being traded at one point this summer, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember at the draft, it seemed like he was really going to get traded. And then suddenly Woj tweeted like Pascal Siakam will not sign a uh, contract extension with anyone but the Toronto Raptors. That ruled. <laughs> but also, I mean, Man. he is. It, it's not like it's that ridiculous that he could make the all NBA team this year. No, it's not like it's, I don't, I don't know. He's made it before. Uh, he's really good. <laughs> um, all right, That's guys, all. <laughs> the over under for this Miami heat team is. Wow. 48 and a half, to... buddy. 48 and a half. Katie, do you think the Miami heat are going to win more or less than 48? games more more games more yeah okay so katie's taking the over <laughs> sean more or less uh i'm gonna look at their record from under. 2022 real quick don't even need to look sean's a vibes-based decision yeah it's over <laughs> it's over this is a i'm gonna i'm gonna say they're gonna win 49 games just to sneak over this over under like on purpose they could win 51 but they're just gonna win 49 the east the is sweat. the east is really bad. They're going to win fifty games. Um, <laughs> all right, Katie, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where can our listeners find you? As always, all those places you mentioned, uh, even the defunct ones. Uh, they're yeah, way you back. Can actually exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think vice. You can still find those vice sports uh, stories. Yeah, demonetizing that. But currently, (laughs) and still alive, I own the domain Basketball Feelings um, (laughs) at basketballfeelings.com. And look out, there might be uh, something you can purchase from Katie (laughs) in a longer form that you can hold in your hand and read on the beach coming sometime soon. Do we have a title yet? 
No. Oh, well, really? it has like a holdover title, but yeah. I'll tell you right now that I don't think that will be the final title, Ooh. but maybe it will. And I'll just be eating my words. So suggest that in our new discord channel name, Katie's blue. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. I would love to hear. Okay. Love to hear suggestions. Discord. You can get on our discord at patreon.com slash round rock pod, but more importantly, subscribe to basketball feelings. Thank you, Katie. We love you very much, and so do our listeners. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. Thank you, Katie. Um, Good job, Sean, Katie. Our next team is the Atlanta Hawks. They went 41 and 41. Good for eighth in the East. They beat the Heat, but then lost to Boston 4 to 2. They were seventh in offense and 22nd in defense. Joey, can I cut in for a second? Yes. I just want to say that I hate the rest of this division except yeah, for it's uh, terrible. Well, I don't brutal. hate the Orlando Magic, but no, the Magic are fun. three out of five. I hate. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, they that's got. Rid- to get <laughs> they got rid of John Collins finally. Finally, they Jeez. freed him. Aaron, yeah, you got to get rid of that guy. Uh, Aaron Holiday, <laughs> Vit Krejci, Tyrese Martin, and Donovan Williams. But they 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 brought in. Don't worry, Sean. You know who they're replacing John Collins with? Mm-hmm. Kobe. Oh, uh, that's yeah. right. Kobe Buffkin is coming in. Mohamed Gway, Seth Lundy, Wes Matthews, Patty Mills, and Miles Mucci Norris. <laughs> Joey, you know what? Um, when I play pickup basketball, you know how I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll uh, drive into the lane and... Uh, take kind of a weird fallaway shot that gets blocked and mm-hmm. that's when i yell kobe buffkin oh see that's you that's you just yell buffkin <laughs> yeah. um buffkin, um, buffkin. um <laughs> which, sean which outstanding comedy series emmy winner are your atlanta hawks uh two-time emmy winner the phil silver show we all know the phil silver oh, show yes, definitely. Uh, that's where he played sergeant bilko a lovable army con artist and bilk is in his name that's basically trey young flopping to get foul calls and not playing defense fun to watch but still a con artist mm-hmm. and let me tell you some of Brooklyn's harebrained schemes were some real long shots Boo. Uh, both of them have terrible hair too <laughs> one uh, of them is accepting his baldness but uh, yeah, you can decide which one is that that is um sean (laughs) will this team finally be able to thrive now that they don't have to think about their power forward crashing into a balsa wood plane wearing a pilot hat every time they look at him it's gonna help it's just it's gonna help i don't think it will (laughs) (laughs) i mean i would have trouble looking at john collins without i mean i guess it's better that he didn't wear the goggles john collins playing dunk (laughs) Is one of the five greatest things in Atlanta Hawks history. You need to apologize to John Collins. And Look, I will I will apologize. Buy to our the- John Collins t-shirt on T on T Public Store. It um, is basically the myth of Icarus in All-Star Weekend form. It's the best. I haven't laughed that hard it's, it's- in so long. Oh, um, I, I I I will apologize to the Tuskegee Airmen, <laughs> um, the regional theater. Many regional theater actors in Atlanta Hawks had the highlight of their professional careers when that, um, when that went down. Sean, 
This oh, summer, Charlotte Regional Theater people, sorry. This summer, Hawks owner Tony Wrestler, uh, you know, uh, good guy, great guy, definitely not connected at all to Leon Black and Jeffrey Epstein. No, jo- uh, Joey, he is. He's what? he's he's married no. to Leon Black's sister. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he promoted. Yeah, his they work tw- together. He promoted his 28 year old son Nicholas and 36 year old Warriors post game show host. <laughs> Grant Liffman Liffman became a vice president of basketball operations. They you know also what? good have, for him, but they but, you also know. have Landry Fields, who's probably most famous for letting Jeremy Lin sleep on his couch, and Kyle Corver making decisions. Uh plus whoever is crashing in Nick's pool house at the moment. Here's my question. Is this the only NBA front office entirely run by millennials? Yeah, it is. They got rid of everybody Gen X in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, um, Joey, my question is, yeah, did, are they are they going to be giving out participation trophies all season? Boo! Millennials like. I'm a millennial. Boo! Are they going to have uh, an avocado toast stand in the arena that's going to keep these players from ever buying a house? Uh, no, but what is going to keep them from buying a house? is the fact that their 28-year-old son won't stop buying avocado toast, so insists on trading all their good young players yeah. to stay under the luxury tax. <laughs> what other what other things do millennials like? Is 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 Nick Wrestler gonna be like on Instagram live just going like, whoa, and people are like, trade that guy, bitch. Uh that's first. <laughs> that one to me isn't necessarily a millennial thing. The 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 big millennial ones Z. are skinny jeans harry potter uh-huh. um <laughs> oh so he's gonna sort this team into the four different harry potter houses. yeah time. exactly in fact we might we should maybe do that hold on this episode is gonna be long now um <laughs> all right okay, here's so our, <laughs> i'm looking at the roster first off while i'm looking at the roster sean i gotta pick out a, a funny assistant coach to give you Oh, yeah. And um, uh, while you do that, I want to just mm-hmm. ask, uh, there were there were three Atlanta Hawks coaches last year, and two of them had losing records. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, all Did right. they make a mistake letting the undefeated Joe Prunty slip away? Slip away? Yes, of course. Uh, okay, Sean. Yeah. First off, do you know who an assistant coach on the Atlanta Hawks is? Like any assistant Epe coach? Udo is an assistant Whoa! coach on the Atlanta wow. Hawks. Warriors draft legend Ekpe Udo. He wore a suit to the dra- to the dinner, so they had to draft him. He was 26 years old, and he was a college junior. Okay, Sean, put on your your sorting hat. I'm gonna skip the young guys. Yeah, so we don't, we'll start if with. We haven't heard of him. We don't know. Yeah, we'll start with Bruno Fernando. That's the first guy. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going alphabetically. Sorry. I'm <laughs> just looking at the NBA.com Hawks roster, oh, and I just skipped six guys. I just skipped six guys I'd never heard of. Okay, so we're Bruno, going Bruno Fernando. Bruno Fernando is a Hufflepuff. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. Um. Oh, he went to. He's a Ravenclaw. Yeah, he went. Oh no, to he's Duke. a Slytherin. He's a yeah, Slytherin. Yeah, he went to, he went to Duke. He's a Slytherin. He's a Slytherin. Yeah. But you went to Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dejounte Murray. Uh, 
you know what? He thinks he's Gryffindor, but he's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I see. I was gonna say he thinks he's Gryffindor, but he's Ravenclaw. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> but you know what? I think you're right, actually. All right. This is the most Hufflepuff ass man in the world, Patty Mills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, all right. But Train. I think he like hangs out. I think like somehow he has the password at Gryffindor. Yeah, he's like Luna like, Lovegood, yeah, isn't she yeah. Hufflepuff? Uh, <laughs> I think almost certainly. Yeah. Um, all right, Trey Young, Sean. Uh, Slytherin. Yeah, obviously, DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, hold on. What's I, the other me, one that's not Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw. It's no, Ravenclaw. No. Aren't there oh. four? Hufflepuff, um, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw. Oh, yeah, Slytherin. yeah. It's it's Ravenclaw. It, DeAndre Hunter's got to be Ravenclaw, right? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of people on the Cho Chang. And mm-hmm. Luna Lovegood is a Ravenclaw, actually. Oh, weird. Um, um, almost no one you've heard of is a Ravenclaw. <laughs> it's Luna Lovegood and Cho Chang. All these. Are, oh, Padma Patil. Don't know who that is. Uh. Anyway, then, we don't need to be naming. Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Right. Sorry, you're right. This is yeah. how they get to be two hours long. I okay. I think this is the only Gryffindor guy on this team. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> yeah. He's probably a. He's probably a. Oh beer no! There's in. a. There. There's another. There's another. Possibly okay. two. I think. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Clint Capella, Hufflepuff. Yeah, he's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, Onyeka Akongwu. This is one I could be. I... I could say he might be Gryffindor. If he's Gryffindor, he's like Neville Longbottom. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Like he has something in him that hasn't been shown yet, <laughs> but the the heart is there. Yeah. Uh huh. And then finally, this guy. I also. I mean, not finally, but this is our last Gryffindor, I believe. Wesley Matthews has to be Gryffindor, right? Yeah, I think yeah, he's Gryffindor. He's Gryffindor. Yeah. Um, he's tough and everybody loves him. Um, all right. This is a fucking Raven. I mean a fucking Well, give me the name for yeah, yeah. Garrison Matthews, Sean. Oh, that's a that's a puff, baby. <laughs> oh, really? I was yeah. saying that's Slyther- that guy's a Slytherin <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, I could see that too. Yeah. And uh, finally, Sadiq Bay. You know what? Gryffindor. Wow, I was I gonna love say, Sadiq Bay, baby. I love Sadiq Bay too, but I think he is. Uh, he's he's a Cho Chang. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I have so much trouble like visualizing what a Ravenclaw is, but when you said Sadiq Bay was Cho Chang, I'm like, yeah, he is. <laughs> um all right sean uh they gave extensions this year to their long-term commitments uh so their long-term commitments i mean are deandre hunter Dejounte murray bogdan bogdanovich and trey young onyeka and kongu might also get an extension but probably he won't yeah how do you feel about this core bad really bad i am out on deandre hunter um I like Bogdan, but not as your third best guy. Wouldn't you feel better, Sean, uh-huh. if it was Trey Young, Bogdan uh-huh. Bogdanovich, Kevin Herter, and John Collins? Yeah, I like that team better. <laughs> how about how about this team, Joey? Mm-hmm. Dejounte Murray. 
Oh no, 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 sorry. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. Kevin Herter, Clint Capella, John Collins, Luka Doncic. <laughs> I feel a little bit better about that one. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm even high on some of these guys. I like Bogdanovich. I like Okongwu. I mean, I, I think he's good. It seems like they don't play him all that much, but I he, seems, look, he just seems good to me. Am I wrong? Uh, Okongwu? No, he's he's really good. But uh, all these dudes are like, should be like your third or fourth best guy. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it. it's like they haven't figured out that they almost, that Trey Young is so extreme that you almost have to build a team around him like Larry Brown coaching Allen Iverson. Well, here's the problem is they Trey Young doesn't have to be this extreme. <laughs> it's like at some point like this is going to be worse than the Harry Potter talk. But like <laughs> Harry uh, Trey Young <laughs> at some point like he's like Anakin Skywalker who's becoming Darth Vader like at no <laughs> point like Something went bad here and it just cannot be fixed. And now he's murdering children. <laughs> and yeah. those children are NBA coaches and front office people. <laughs> the thing about Trey Young is that he's not particularly great at shooting three pointers. Yes, but he is a really great passer, actually. But they, his somehow. His passing has been changed to instead of that being awesome, it's his foul grift now that's become yeah. the, the it's brutal. It's such a bummer. Um and it's it's weird because I was thinking like, hey, what is what is Quinn Snyder gonna do with these guys? And you look at the the extensions they gave and you're like, hey, can't you can't you see how uh Quinn Snyder feels like he could like really unlock DeJounte Murray and like he always has to have a Bogdanovich near him when he's mm-hmm. coaching for his security. But Trey Young is not a guy where I'm like, yeah, Quinn Snyder's going to figure that out. Well, he's not that different than Donovan Mitchell, though. Like, ball dominant, let him do what you want on offense and then just sort uh-huh. of let uh, put four guys who play defense around him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Speaking of Quinn, we're we talked with Katie about what he's going to go for his Halloween this year. But yeah. don't you think it's funny? <clears throat> he was like, I just want I just want to uh, spend a Halloween with my kids. Uh-huh. And then two months later, he was like, Halloween sucks. I'm taking a job. <laughs> well, he's like, I just want to spend I wanted to spend one Halloween yeah. <laughs> with my kids. That's it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what the weirdest. I'm still, I've still been thinking about his, uh, his Halloween costume, and like, I feel like he's the kind of guy who would. I know I said he might dress up as Henry Sugar from the Netflix mm-hmm. movie Henry Sugar, but it's almost like he'd like go as a Walking Dead character, but like now, mm-hmm. yeah, just he's like I'm he Daryl Dixon. He's like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, or like. <laughs> Who do you, who do you go as? Like, oh, it's the the main character from Invasion, you know. <laughs> um. All right, Sean. Their over under for this team is forty two and a half. What do you think? Huh. I'm going under. I think they might blow it up a little bit. 
I, I just think, think I think they're I think they're really gonna try to trade like Capella or Hunter this year. I, I am going over uh what? just because the Eastern Conference is terrible. <laughs> you know what? Um, that's a that's a very fair choice. Um all right, Sean. The Washington Wizards, last year they went 35 and 47, good for 12th in the East, 22nd in offense, 21st in defense. They got rid of Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin, Jay Huff, Quentin Jackson, Monte Morris, Kendrick Nunn, Kristaps Porzingis, and Isaiah Todd. But don't worry, they're bringing in Patrick Baldwin Jr., Jared Butler, Bilal Koulibaly, Danilo Gallinari, Tyus Jones, Mike Muscala, Eugene Omoriu, Jordan Poole, Ryan Rollins, and Landry Shamet. Uh, first off, I said his name, which you know what that means. We gotta play the Mike Jaws theme music. Call me Mike Jaws of the best kept secret. Coming from Atlanta where the Hawks stay screeching. I got three goals and I ain't talking about a hat trick. One, win the championship. Two, make a smash it. Three, have a baby with my lady, then some grandkids. These other rappers shaky Charles backswing. Trying to find the recipe, I call him Plankton. The flow so appealing, best rapper in the league. Aw, oh, man, what a feeling. Showing y'all I can spit. What up, Shaq? Charles, Ernie, Kenny, the Jet Smith. All right, Thank you, Jaws. Thank hey, you, Joey, Mike can Jaws. I... I want to do a quick game with you. Sure. We're going to do this like a corporate survey. So you give me a score okay. of one to seven. I'm just going to rattle off the names of everyone who is staying with the Washington Wizards. Okay. And you give me a number one. Seven's the best. Okay. So this is how much I like them. All right. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, let's go one back. Through seven. Yeah. 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 Uh, here we go. Denny Avgia. Zero. <laughs> Xavier Cooks. Zero. Uh, Johnny Davis. Zero. Daniel Gafford. Two. <laughs> Congratulations, Daniel Gafford. Uh, Anthony Gill. Uh, like a three. Wow. Uh, Corey Kispert. One. Kyle Kuzma. Four. DeLon Wright. Uh, five. <laughs> and Todd Gibson, who has a non-guaranteed deal. Zero. <laughs> it's so wild that... Uh, they brought in like 10 new guys and you mm -hmm. look at the existing guys on the team. I was just looking at them like, how did they win 35 games last year? Mm -hmm. um, well, Kuzma was really good last year, to be fair yeah. to Kuzma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's not a lot of support, it feels but like. Sean, we, we got ahead of ourselves oh, here. Sorry, you need yes. to uh, tell us what the outstanding comedy series Emory winner they are. Uh, the Washington Wizards are MASH. <laughs> yes, they just chug along forever in mediocrity, no matter what stars st leave or stay stuck in an unwinnable war to finish higher than the seventh seed. Mm -hmm. Also, many of the Wizards are in the hospital all the time. <laughs> um, I don't know. Are you a MASH fan, Joey? No. <laughs> really found it unpleasant. That chicken, that chicken was a baby! <laughs> it was that a baby! That was Bradley Beal's no trade clause, um, actually, in the season finale. Okay. Sean, first off, the first question I want to ask you is if you were Ted Leonsis mm -hmm. and you had all these 
these uh these zoomers on your team. <laughs> yeah. What would your courtside baddie uh budget be? Uh isn't that the only way to get uh Kuzma and Poole to play better is uh, when yeah. they see the baddies in the sitting courtside. I mean, maybe you make that a promoter. Is that would you get me tooed by doing a like a baddie, baddie for like baddie applications? Yeah. You just no, maybe you have to write an essay or something. So you make or, it like not about appearance or maybe it's like you do like a like a ladies sit courtside for free and you have a bouncer like it's Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, who's buying those tickets? I mean. I guess corrupt lobbyists, but other than that, I don't know why I said corrupt lobbyists. Like there's a different kind. Um, I guess there's probably like if you're like like a clean water lobbyist, you probably aren't particularly corrupt. Uh, okay, uh, Joey, is this Instagram's number one team? Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 Team Hooper, baby. Yeah. Well, and also, I think that um, adding a French teenager is going to help them break into other markets, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, for sure. Um, Sean, uh-huh. isn't it weird Tyus Jones is on this team? Like a like a, a, a young person who plays like an adult, considering yes. this entire team is older people older than you think they are who play like children. <laughs> well, also, I mean, like, like he's getting traded, right? I would assume so. I think his contract's expiring, but um, it's weird because it's he kind of seems like a guy that they. I mean, obviously they're probably looking for many expiring deals and remaking things, but doesn't really seem like it would be the worst thing in the world to uh, give uh, Tyus Jones like seventy-five million for four years. You know, just like not worry about it mm-hmm. at point guard. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Maybe he can get paid more. Maybe I'm undervaluing him. I don't know. Um, Sean, question for you. Yeah. Is it pot? Do you think mm-hmm. Jordan Poole mm-hmm. is going to lead the league in shots attempted and turnovers? Because I he le- think so. That's very <laughs> possible. I wonder who led the league in turnovers last year. Um, I mean, that's very findable. Um, I think it's, it, I mean, it's usually like, oh, it was, uh, well, Trey Young per game. Mm hmm. And then it was Giannis. In yeah, it's game. always somebody who has. But the ball I, I, it's got to be. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. Uh, Trey must have had the. Trey played more games than anyone else in the top. So yeah, it was Trey. Um, what's your prediction for Jordan Poole's stat line at the end of this season? Um, I think it's going to be like very similar to Trey Young's stat line last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm not sure like how sky high his usage is going to be, but it could be really, really high. It's going to huh? be really high. I mean, he's it's him and Kuzma. And then. Like, that's who's going to. Take every shot. Because Mike Muscala is not doing that. No. Chant, yeah. Yeah. It's going to. So he's, I think he's going to score like 26 points a game. 20, I no, think 20, I think, it'll be more. I think it's going to be like 28. Yeah, I can <laughs> uh, see that. I'm going to go with 28, mm-hmm. 6, uh-huh. 1, uh-huh. 35% from the field. 35 from yeah. the field? <laughs> 32% from 3, <laughs> and 88% from the line. 
I think, yeah, what if he does? <laughs> well, last year he had 20, 2.7, four and a half. He shot 43% from the field and 33%. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, I think, I think you're pretty on on that. I think he'll get a little more rebounds just because this team is going to miss a lot of shots. Like, like the ball will just bounce to him a little more. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, how many turnovers a game? What was the per game? What who led in per game? Trey last year? had four point one last year. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I'm gonna say four point six. I think he's gonna. I'm I'm saying four 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 yeah, four four right. like yeah. Moses Malone in the finals. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Um, uh, all yes. right, enough about this team, Sean. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, Let me ask you okay. one more question about this team. Uh, oh well, okay. Um, basically. Do you think Jordan Poole has basically been traded to the Warriors 20 years ago? Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, like, the Wizards have Kuzma always done like that, Antoine though. James. Yeah, they always have old Warriors, The Wizards too. always have fake Warriors. Like, even when, even, or- they're the core of, <laughs> like, the greatest team in franchise history in the last 25 decades was... Gilbert Arenas, Antoine Jameson, and Karan Butler, who basically was just doing what Jason Richardson was doing when well, those I mean, Larry, three played together. Larry, and Larry Hughes, Hughes was on that yeah. Team. Um. <laughs> and then they had Brendan Haywood, East Coast Eric Dampier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could he? Will Jordan Poole be as good as Montales? What define good? i'm just saying will he reach the heights of i think he will score less but get more highlights okay does that make Um, sense yes um does ted leonsis draft guys from other countries who don't know how to play basketball because he's in washington dc no ted leonsis isn't paying attention to this team he's too busy emailing discord house to try and get fugazi to reunite yeah okay so here's the last question do you think this, that and on a fun scale, will this wizard season be closer to a Fugazi reunion or the Ted Leonsis invented board game only in New York? Which one of those things is supposed to be fun? <laughs> the Fugazi reunion. Is the <laughs> okay, most fun. I guess. The um... more fun, I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, as someone who rooted for teams like this for most of my life, it'll be really fun because I love <laughs> basketball watching yeah. teams like this. Um, uh, Sean, do you want to know a uh, former player who is an assistant coach on this team? It's I a good love, one. I, I actually really that. like this staff. James Posey, baby. Oh, and then, wow. Yeah. They have James Posey, the other Mike Miller, uh-huh. and a man named West Zach Guthrie, and a man named Joseph Blair. Um, all right, uh, let's move on though. Yeah. Let's talk about the only other team oh, we I wanted to. Over ta- under. Oh, sorry, over under 24 and a half. I'm saying over because I think this conference sucks. I think the conference sucks, but I'm going under. I just don't <laughs> think they'll be able to get enough courtside baddies for yeah, this team you know, to win any true. games. There's a shortage. If there's to- if COVID <laughs> happens, the baddies are gonna have to isolate. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, FYI, for anyone listening with a soul, 
I am making fun of memes about Jordan Poole. I don't actually call women baddies or think they affect a basketball game. All right, anyway, Orlando Magic, Sean. I think baddies is a compliment. Last year went 34 <laughs> and 48. It's still objectifying the baddies sitting courts. <laughs> um, uh, they went 26th in offense, 16th in defense. They got rid of Bull Bull, the internet's favorite basketball player. Yeah. Michael Carter-Williams and Jay Scrub. They're bringing in Anthony Black, or as I like to call him, New Alfred Payton. <laughs> Jet Howard, Joe Ingles, Mac McClung, Dunk Contest, wow. uh, DJ Wilson, Trevlin Queen, and Brandon Williams. Sean, which outstanding comedy series Emmy winner is this? Oh, Joey, I'm so glad you asked, because this team is Arrested Development. Ooh. Uh, the whole thing revolves around brothers. There's a bunch of talented people who will probably have greater career success somewhere else. Uh, Jason Bateman's career is much like Markel Fultz, but with booze and drugs instead of the inability to shoot a jumper. And the rebuild is always teetering on the brink of cancellation. But mainly the reason they're arrested development is that the Bluth family did a lot of shady things in Iraq, just like the DeVos family, founders of Blackwater. Never forget. Um, Sean. Yes. Is this the year this team makes the leap? The proverbial the leap? The leap. Um, the leap. Or are too many people expecting them to make the leap so they won't make the leap? I mean, it's... I usually am not, like... I don't really care about making the leap or whatever. Uh, I don't like that so many people think they're going to make the leap, though. That's okay. for sure. Um, I think they will because this conference is bad and it's just I'm not even I don't even think that like the changes they made are gonna be um that dramatic. It's more like um these all these guys are a year older and it feels like last year they figured out that they just need to be letting Markel Fultz run the offense. Mm -hmm. And even though his numbers aren't really that spectacular or impressive, they're just way better with him. And th this is what, this is what I'm hoping is that they embrace the idea that they have a guy like Fultz and they have all these young dudes and they run and run and run mm -hmm. that, that like, that would make me feel so much more confident about, uh, the team basically uh i think they're it's pretty obvious i mean i always say that um uh improvement isn't linear you know yeah yeah with yeah. young players but it does tend to be kind of linear when you have guys as good as paolo bancaro yeah um from year one to year two so i think that's Hey, and he played with Team USA. It's a huge difference. I also didn't think he looked very good, but I well, don't know. Steve Kerr made him play center, which was probably not the best choice. Um, Franz, Franz and uh, Paolo, they should be. They, also, the conference is bad. I don't know. This is yeah. like the fourth seed. <laughs> IMO. <laughs> um... <clears throat> By the way, do you know how um do you know how Bobo shot 
after Christmas from three point range last year. Sixteen mm, percent. That's my guess. Uh, it was actually eight percent. It was four <laughs> of fifty from three point range. Um, it was actually doing very well up to that point too. Uh, Sean. <laughs> Can this team have either a mediocre offense or a top ten defense this year? Uh, I think they'll. I think they can have a mediocre offense. It's uh, again, I, I'm all about just them running a lot, and then because it seems like it seems like Suggs has been disappointed, but he can play defense, mm-hmm. and Paolo was pretty bad at defense, but he seems like he's trying at defense mm-hmm. more, and then uh, they're really big, like they're gonna just get some defense to them by being pretty big like everybody's big i don't know how to feel about anthony black but he is he is large and built like a i think he was a really good football player actually i don't care about that at all sean is there any other question you want to ask me here before we Uh, move on yeah (laughs) does this organization know that the nba introduced a three-point line in 1979 uh i don't think so (laughs) yeah they they don't it's not really a big part of what they do uh oh also um do you hate cole anthony as long as he's not in a dunk contest yeah i'm not well i don't hate him but i'm not a fan of his game yeah uh, i think he's pretty not good um sean over under 36 and a half God, that is what, what were they last year oh i'm going over on this one yeah the, to me this is like the easiest bet this is actually really year. easy i'm sorry i i yeah. don't know why i this team they won like didn't they win like 34 games last 34 yes. games last year yeah are they gonna be three games better i don't see how they yeah, can be. this is a hard over for me this is yeah. like the hardest uh. over like i think <laughs> this, this is, is gonna be like this a is my best bet. this is my best bet <laughs> this is my this is my drew lock of the week mm-hmm. <laughs> You know the backup Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Joey. I yeah. Under what am I? Uh, this Jesus. team is gonna win like forty-two games. I think. Yeah. Maybe forty-five. Um. All right, Sean. Um, the Charlotte Hornets. Can we not oh, talk about them? Well, let's let we have to go through the the motions, but we'll we'll get to something. Okay. Um, they got rid of Sfi, Michaelia, Kelly Oubre, Kobe Simmons, Dennis Smith Jr., Xavier Sneed, and now Kai Jones. They did not get rid of Miles Bridges, Eat Shit Hornets, (laughs) uh, Leaky Black, Amari Bailey, RJ Hunter. Oh, sorry, they're bringing in Amari Bailey, Leaky Black, RJ Hunter, Brandon Miller, Frank Nittilakina, Nick Smith Jr. and Edmund Sumner, who I do like Edmund Sumner. <laughs> yeah, me too. Sean, what Emmy series are is this? Uh, they're the Jack Benny program. Jack Benny basically did his radio show from the 1930s when he was on TV in the 1950s. Michael Jordan runs his team as if the NBA was the same as 25 years ago. Uh, Jack Benny joked about being cheap. Michael Jordan is actually phenomenally cheap. And I'm not watching either one of these this year unless I get really sick or a lot of other things in my life uh, go very badly. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean, what's your question? Well, we have a new rule. If you bring in a horrible domestic abuser like Miles Bridges and draft an accomplice to murder, you only get one question about your team. Mm-hmm. And that is, who on this roster most deserves to play somewhere better? Oh, great question. It was Dennis Smith. Yeah, um, but he he got he got my wish 
Um, boy, I don't know. One of Nick Richards or the other guy whose name is like Nick Richards. Uh, um, they have two very boring Nick, centers. Yeah, it's what are their Mark names? Mark Williams. It's, yeah, maybe? it's Mark no, Williams he, and Nick Richards. I guess it's Nick Richards. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean Lamelo too, but he he chose his face. Feels like he's really, he's like part of this though. Uh, I yeah. guess PJ Washington, poor sweet PJ. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, and then for your game, Sean, real quick. Oh yeah. Only Ty Corbin, Tyrion Co- Corbin, is the only former wow. player I can see on the. They're trying even... to kill Steve Clifford. That's what's happening. That, right you know now. what? That's who deserves better is Steve Clifford. <laughs> Steve Clifford. He should not him. have to keep returning here. <laughs> Look, it wasn't it wasn't good or anything, but that he got this team even to twentieth in defense. Mm-hmm. That's that's like he should have been in the coach of the year balloting just for that. Yeah. Um. Sean. I should tell you, I forgot to do our game for the magic. And the reason oh. is because not a lot of not a lot of good choices. Lionel Chalmers yeah. is there. Um, but other than that, no. Uh, Lionel Chalmers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who is not Mario Chalmers. I wish. No. What if Mario Chalmers was a coach? Uh, Lionel Chalmers was very good at Xavier, though. Anyway, we are. I'm <laughs> removing the Charlotte Hornets over under even off the board. They yeah. cut Kai Jones today, who is clearly having some kind of mental health issues, and did not ever cut Miles Bridges. So, what are we doing yep. here? Yep. Um, Sean, that's our episode. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? uh yeah so i'm gonna do it's your move uh games sorry uh yeah critical hit at it's your move games on saturday the (laughs) november 18th uh Uh, and then i'll be at Cobb's comedy club with three different people on november 8th with northern irish comedian shane todd we are gonna brawl uh on Tuesday the 9th with Jermaine Fowler from Guy Code and on November 10th and 11th with Ryan Hamilton. Um, Great. And as for me, listen to the other podcast I pers- uh, produce called Unsalvageable, a Utah jazz podcast with a beat writer from the Deseret News, Sarah Todd, and our friend Dad Sham Dad himself. Greg Foster and um Sean, did you write a song? You know, I didn't write a new song, but I would like to play uh the Jimmy Butler song that we have. Which okay, is, what's uh, the title? It's called I Can't Give Big Face an IOU by the weekend. Great. Uh, actually he's Abdel. He, he's not the weekend anymore. Um he's the guy from that canceled HBO show. Mm-hmm. What's his name now? Uh, the guy who's really bad at dirty talk. Uh, trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Um, let's all just uh, pretend the Charlotte Hornets don't exist this year. And I know he'll have the best of beans at least before they're gone. And I know he'll open up at three. He works out until dawn. And I know he needs a caffeine fix to keep up with the brum. This I know. This I know. She don't need to order a mocha. She don't want an Americano. He don't serve me tea with tapioca. Don't
I can't get big face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. Whoa, I can't get big face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. And I know he knows celebrities. He's friends with Marky Mark. And I know he's got the weight room keys that get swollen when it's dark. And I know he hates that Daniel has got busted by a knock. This I know, girl. This I know. If you want a red it's 20. Same price as a latte with no phone. If you want a sugar, he's got plenty. But to try to pay him with a mouth. I can't give big face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. Oh, I can't give big face and I owe you. I can't give big face. It's cash only. It's cash only. It's cash only. I can't give big face. I can't give big face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. I can't give big face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. It's cash only. It's cash only. She don't need to order a mocha. She don't want an Americano. He don't serve milk tea with tapioca. Don't even get freebies. To be my oh! Ooh. I can't give big face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. I can't give face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. Oh, I can't give big face and I owe you. It's cash only. It's cash only. I can't Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.